Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then I want you to know that this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I'll help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you're able. Because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Hello, and welcome to episode 27 of the Married to Addiction podcast. Today's episode is entitled The Progression of an Alcoholic Relationship. So when our husband starts drinking, it's not like we go from wedded bliss one day to oh no, he started drinking, I want a divorce. There's a progression, right? There's there's changes that happen in our marriage due to the addiction. And there's a progression um, in, for the addiction itself. It gets worse over time. So today we're going to talk about um, what that progression looks like. And you can kind of listen to see where you are in this progression currently. So as we all know, alcoholism most often will not fix itself. Uh, It is a progressive disease. Uh, Sometimes somebody who's addicted can just wake up with no intervention and decide that they're going to stop drinking and stop drinking and life goes back to normal. But that those cases are very, very, very rare. So since in most cases, the alcoholism itself is a progression, the progression also happens in most every alcoholic relationship where one partner is addicted. So at first, um, you know, maybe when he very first started, starts drinking, and I remember thinking these same things, you may not really be sure how bad it really is. So whether he was drinking before you got together or, you know, once he started, you may start thinking to yourself, I don't really know. Like, is this that, is this really a problem? Like how much is too much? I remember Googling back in the day when my husband, you know, when I felt like it was kind of more often than it was, I was Googling like how much is too much drinking or how much do normal husbands drink or things along those lines. So at first you, you usually starts with kind of, you know, having some red flags, but you're not really sure if they're serious red flags or if you're overreacting, that type of thing. Then you eventually, as things progress, you figure out that it is bad. Like you start seeing ways that it's affecting your relationship, it's affecting your life, it's affecting his life, it's maybe affecting the life of your kids. And, you know, you're, you're thinking, okay, this is definitely a problem. Um, you know, things are not like they used to be. Then what usually happens is you either choose to ignore it for a while You know, you're annoyed by it, but you're like, whatever, it's just, it is what it is. Uh, Or you think you can handle it. Or you decide to overlook it because there are other things in the relationship that are still good. Um, And so you're you're thinking, okay, well, you know, I don't, I'm not crazy about that. And yeah, it's affecting our life. But, but he's, you know, when he's not drinking, he's still a great person and I still love him and et cetera, et cetera. Then as it continues, it begins to wear you down. It begins to wear you out. Uh, it starts affecting, you know, more things in your life. And at this point, 
you really can't deny that there is a problem and that it is affecting your marriage and your life. So at this point, at this stage, you need to be getting some help for yourself. You need guidance. You need support. You need direction. You need encouragement. Um, you just, you need to be getting help for yourself. But the problem is that many women don't at this stage because they either don't think that they need it or they don't know that they need it or they don't know that it's even available or how it could change things for them. So they don't get help and things just keep getting worse. Then what happens next is now your feelings for him are starting to become affected. Even if he is great when he's sober, even if there's still a lot of good things about your relationship, <clears throat> even if, you know, it's something that you really would rather overlook because it's painful, <clears throat> you are starting to have your feelings for him affected negatively. <clears throat> Excuse me. And at this point, this is where you usually arrive at what I call the decision stage. So if by this point you have not gotten help for yourself, regardless of what he's doing, you probably will feel um, too weak, too exhausted, too overwhelmed to keep going, really. You are feeling like, I can't do this anymore. So what happens when you're at the decision stage is you basically, there's basically three decisions that you can make. Now, once you start thinking to yourself, you know, I can't do this anymore. It's worn me out. You know, my life is miserable. I just, I can't keep this up. You usually start to decide, okay, well, what, what can I do? What do I do? And it's really not that cut and dried in most situations because, you know, there are kids involved or you know, you, you own a home together. I mean, all of the, if you've been with someone for a while, you've been married for a while, your lives are very intertwined. So there's a whole lot of things to consider uh, over and above, you know, the addiction and, and uh, how splitting up will affect you as far as that's concerned. There's a lot of other layers to it. So, but the bottom line is there's three decisions that you can make. You can either stay with your husband and stay if you're not getting help, stay stuck in this uh, feel in these feelings of just being at the mercy of his drinking, um, feeling like you just are going to have to continue to just be battered and bruised by you know emotional turmoil all day every day, like you have been. Or you can decide to leave. Or you can stay with your husband in the hopes that he'll recover. So I did the last one. I stayed with my husband in the hopes that he would recover because I felt that God was calling me to stay. And we've talked about that in a previous episode. But if you decide to stay in the hopes that he's recovered and you're not getting help, you're still going to be in, stuck in number one, which is those feelings of being at the mercy of his drinking and just feeling like your life, you're, you know, your life is just going to be miserable and that's what you've just are going to have to accept. So what I would like for you to do is if you feel called to stay and you feel like you, you really, really have all the hope that he will recover and you really, you know, you know that God's hand is on the situation and you really think that there is hope for your marriage in the future, as small as it might look right now. If you feel like God is calling you to stay, you can learn how to best cope 
learn some tools and mindset shifts and practices and, uh, you know, coping mechanisms and things that you can do while you're staying so that it doesn't feel so overwhelming and it doesn't feel so so much like you're drowning all the time. And of course, that's where programs like my own, my Secret Sister Circle membership or my Married to Addiction online program come into play or things like Al-Anon or any other number of ways that, you know, women who are married to an alcoholic can get help. But I just want you to really think about the fact that if you do decide to stay, if you do feel called to stay, um, if you do have hopes that things will get worked out, if you want that for yourself, if you want that for your kids, if you're praying for that, if you're if you have faith that that will come to pass, that doesn't mean that you have to be miserable and at the mercy of his drinking when and if that day comes. You can still live your life, get some help, feel like you have your head above water, feel encouraged and strengthened and empowered to continue on with some semblance of a normal life, regardless of whether or not he gets sober in a week or in a year or in three years or whatever the case may be. But the fact of the matter is you need help and support regardless of what you choose. If you obviously, if you decide to leave, you're going to need help and support around that. But if you decide to stay, you also need help and support around that. Most importantly, I think, if you decide to stay, because then you are continuing to stay in a very difficult situation. So you've got to get some help for yourself. So the bad news is that most alcoholic relationships do progress over time from bad to worse, because that is the nature of alcoholism itself. So of course, the fallout from that trickles into the marriage, into the family home, etc. So that's the bad news. But the good news is that you don't have to be at the mercy of that. There is some help for you. And I cannot stress enough how important that is. And of course, this is what I do. So I'm very passionate about it. But I just want you to get some help, even if it's not through me, honestly, because you need it. Even if you think that you don't, even if you think that it might not help, even if you think that it's not what you need, whatever the case, I just encourage you to at least look into it because it doesn't have to be a life of misery, even if you feel called to stay. So I hope that that's been helpful for you. As always, I thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time. Quick question for you before I let you go today. Have you been to the Married to Addiction website? If you haven't, I would love if you would go pay it a visit. It's just marriedtoaddiction.com. And over there, you can see um, just a lot of different information about my podcast. There is a blog on there. There's some free resources for you. And there's also a few ways that you can actually get some help if you need a little more help and direction and support as you travel this difficult path with your addicted husband. So if you haven't yet, please go visit marriedtoaddiction.com. Thanks so much. Thank you.